Welcome to Media Path. I'm Louise Palanker. And I'm Fritz Coleman. You know, today we are taking the Media Path Marked Family Band. Bob Cousill is here with us. You may know that when I was a kid, I was richly influenced by his family band, the Cousills. I made a documentary about them called Family Band, the Cousill Story, which you can find on Prime. And I was recently... Thank you, Bob, for the theme oh. song. I was recently scrolling the TikTok where I saw these two kids just pro-killing it with their dad on catchy covers. So I sent it to Bob. And because to me, it felt like getting to see like an early gl- glimpse of Bob and his brother, Billy, at the ages of 12 and 13. And this is the Goldberg family. Their band is called Raised Wrong, and they are destined for greatness. Yes. Maybe Bob has some wisdom to share with the kids and with the folks. Landon and Lyric are here with their dad Donnie and their mom Lynette who is Hello, responsible everyone. for everything. Guys? She's the cast and crew. She's all of it. And Bob was so impressed with Ray's Wrong that he has already had them on his podcast with his siblings Paul Cowsill and Susan Cowsill and it is a fantastic episode. Go to Cow- the Cowsill's podcast. And Bob, why don't you open up the show? Really? Yeah, yeah. because okay. I would love to hear about your first impression of these guys when I sent you the TikTok. Okay, because of something you just said, mm-hmm. that, that this is really truth, what happened. So we pulled up uh, their videos. The first one was Don't Worry Baby. I can't remember what the second. Anyway, we started just getting down the wormhole. You know what happens, okay, guys? Because it's good to have a lot of content. Um, and we got into that content. And... The first thing we said was, I mean, come on. When we were their age, we were singing like My Hillbilly Baby and, you know, the, the um, work around the railroad. I've been working on the railroad. I mean, come on. These <laughs> yeah. guys are doing Don't Worry Baby, all right? Rock and Roll and Ocean or whatever. The- Rock and Roll and Ocean. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get into Ricky Nelson, but that's just one guy. Everly's now there, too. And these guys take on the Beach Boys. Now, there's a fascinating history of how you look at these two guys and you go how did they end up recording don't worry baby and doing it correctly by the way that's what's real impressive is like these kids have it so that's what gets your attention is their performance on online i mean a lot of people have history of being kind of discovered there yeah it's not it's not the the most statistical way you're going to get discovered but if you don't put anything out you're not going to be found anyway so their content is so rich and 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 wonderful that right then they can outdistance a lot of the other content that's out there because there's a ton of it and the yeah. challenge is how do you get attention to yours and we, we got a record about, company the, the sad thing about the goldberg family is these people have like a three generation musical background they could they're, they're not doing they're doing this against their will they had no other way to go <laughs> no, except to become a musical family yeah and there's so much talent and their dad donnie has an amazing history himself so donnie other than being the uh, the parents of these uh, wonderkins, talk about who you play with now and your history and your dad's history in music. All right, so I I will start with my dad because it, it all starts with my with my dad, and he was a self taught musician. He moved to California in '68, and um, he was a songwriter trying to make it in Hollywood, and uh, he he befriended the Beach Boys and he got into be friends with the Beach Boys. He was, he wrote with Brian Wilson. And um, he had a lot of close calls and he had a lot of, um, you know, we heard the stories all growing up. He never, never had a hit record. He had a lot of, a lot of close things. He, he's written a book about this, but um, so he not only was a Beach Boys fan growing up, but 
because he became friends with them, he, he started really getting into their music. So later, he, when he, he taught myself and all of my siblings to play, and that's where um, there's a lot of similarities with, with Bob and his family. I, I, we had a family of five, mom, dad, all the kids. We all played and sang professionally my whole, our whole lives. And uh, we never made it to commercial, commercial success, but we, we did this for a living. We traveled and played state fairs, county fairs, and um, corporate events and private parties. And somehow we morphed into this beach, a beach boy uh, tribute band before tribute bands were a thing. And um, so I, I grew up playing and studying, you know, this master work of Brian Wilson and, and the beach boys in the sixties. We played a lot of sixties music. So the eighties was my, ge- my generation. And um, of course I, that's my, my, my favorite generation, but I combined with the sixties music and the eighties when, when I had, kids i um naturally just wanted to teach them everything that i had been absorbing and it kind of morphed into this thing where they're playing songs from 60 years ago 65 years ago 60s stuff and then the 80s stuff and then you know the modern things too um i i've worked with in a couple of cover bands so the surfs up is our beach boys tribute band that i've done with my family my dad and my brother still do it with with me today that's what i love you're still playing with your dad yeah. you live in huntington beach which is surf city this is all Gotta the be. big circle of life you guys <laughs> yes it's pretty uh, cool it is really cool um you know growing up there was a lot of it wasn't so cool playing with your dad and your mom as bob bob tells us all <laughs> we've heard it from <laughs> but uh we you know as i got older especially after i had kids it the nostalgia of it today when we play we play at theaters and i've got my dad to my left right here and we're able to tell these stories and tell how he taught us all this music and we're making all these people happy playing playing the music they love and sharing the stage with my dad and my brother um it's unbelievable and oh, now man. now with the last two years the boys have joined that that band as well and so we're doing this awesome music for awesome people with with my dad and my kids and so it's gets really emotional and it's just unbelievable oh unbelievable gosh. feeling it's spectacular and your kids they're not just like okay these are my kids and you bring them out and you throw them backstage they do <laughs> a four-hour concert with you and they play their instruments while they're singing this violates many child labor laws yes but listen to me <laughs> we come from a long line of I mean, just having that experience with your dad and your kids on stage, that's like a complete life all in one stage. It's beautiful. Well, da- well, you guys can compare notes a little bit because Bob sang with his mom, who was a very pretty, nervous lady with a nice voice. <laughs> you play with your dad, who's a real musician. Yeah. And so you're getting not only his guidance, but like Bob took care of his mom. He sang behind her in the recording studio so she knew her part. You're you're playing with a real musician who's guiding and teaching you. So compare notes a little bit about that. What do you get from your dad? What do you learn from your dad? Oh, what we get from our dad is, first off, my name is Lyric, and Lyric is the words to a song, so that's something that's musical. such a beautiful name. Who? How did you come up with that name, Mom and Dad? It's a beautiful name. We needed an L. and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You get it from Robbie Benson because he named his daughter Lyric. Oh, I forgot. That's right. I forgot that. Yeah. Oh, was the daughter going to be Melody? <laughs> yes, it oh, actually was. It actually great. was. That was what yeah, I was going to name my daughter. daughter to be. If I ever had a daughter, I was going to name Melody. <laughs> of course. How is it playing with your dad? Okay. Wait. Wait. How does what play with my dad? How is it? Is it fun being on stage? With oh, you? yes. It is very fun playing with my dad on stage. He'll be gone sooner or later. But, uh. Thanks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, is he, he going looks on a really young oh, Is he going on a trip or you mean he'll be gone? Oh, 
I have no idea lyric. <laughs> Live for the day, huh? Um, so <laughs> I really well, like to play the Beach Boy gigs. They're really fun because I get to play with my grandpa too. Landon, yeah, playing with your dad is it something where it's like, oh my god, I I feel comfortable just learning and being myself because I know he's in control of everything, or is it like, oh my god, my dad's here? Well, I mean, I'm I'm really comfortable when I'm on stage with him. I really enjoy it. I enjoy the fans cheering us on after the gigs and stuff. We get to sign autographs and stuff after, which is pretty cool. Oh, man. It's a lot of fun. How does it feel to perform for people five times older than you are? Is there, I mean, it's not like you're, it's not like you're performing to attractive young thirteen-year-old girls in the audience, and that would be a reason to oh, enter the music business. Oh, they'll be there. They'll be there. Don't right. worry. Yeah. Now, do you guys really love the songs from the '60s that you're learning yes, and making? Yes, they're, yeah, they're like amazing. Them, yeah. I mean, are you tapped into like, wow, these are good? Because I think these songs—that's why you have three generations on one stage. Yeah. it's the music that's connecting and making yes. it all possible, and it plays to their strengths, which is harmonies. I mean, nobody's yeah. better than the Beach Boys. It's it's fun um, because you know they both have their own today's music. They'll tell you all about, but every time I show them. We're doing these, you know, it's easy pickings. We're picking these amazing covers from the whatever, 60s, 70s, 80s. And every every time they're like, lyrics like, this is my new favorite song of oh, all oh. time. Because <laughs> these never even heard, he might have never even heard the song yet. And so to watch him here, because they appreciate good music. That's now, a real musician when you can, even if it's not your particular genre, you pick out the beauty of so it. So rattle, awesome. rattle off some of your recent favorites that you've covered. Okay, before I do that, I just have one thing. Mm-hmm. We, we, st- we still... Need only two more Beach Boy songs, I think, and we'll know everyone. Wow. Wendy and Sail on Sailor. That's of the hits. And then you'll know all of their hits? Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. Would you do an album covering all Beach Boy songs? Yeah, we We actually would. Yeah, we would. Speaking of album. Good idea, Fritz. Our album, Gen (laughs) Z does Gen X, is coming out soon. Coming out late March. Coming out late March. And what's it called? Gen Z does Gen X. Gen Z does Gen X. The greatest album you'll ever hear. Your ears will be in heaven. Ears will be brilliant. It'll be great. Ear candy. It'll be relaxed. Give your ears a nice hug. We're going to take a trip down memory lane because now mom and dad have scrapbooked their kids digitally and we have the photographic evidence that lyric or landon lyric maybe you're coming up because i got something on youtube buddy hang tight (laughs) this one landon was playing the drums at a year and a half oh yeah and mom and dad were capturing it so we look at that so this is this is landon boom (laughs) and if you don't believe in reincarnation just watch this because you'll be like, yeah, he's been here before. So that's, do you now, here's what I want to ask you, Landon, about yeah. that. A lot of our memories are kind of like this sort of blend of what we've been told, what we remember, and what we've seen photographic evidence of. Do you remember this, or do you just kind of know from family lore what what you were like at that age? I do think, yeah, I do remember that stuff. I remember getting my first blue acoustic drum set, which was that one. And then when I was five, my gra- my dad's my grandpa got me a Yamaha acoustic drum set for my birthday, which is pretty cool. So I do remember those do memories. You, Lana, do you remember? Um, you were maybe a little older. You were like two. Uh, do you remember being pushed around Huntington Beach? Oh yeah, I remember car- that really on a, good. On a cart, might, yeah. maybe, Why don't you talk about that? For Playing me? the drums. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's look at my amazing drumming kid. <laughs> yeah. So when I was like two, three, <laughs> one years old, my dad made like a riser with like wheels so he pushed me around downtown hb now i'll just be playing the drums on my mini like electric kit and then 
um, it was down on Main Street, and we also played on the pier sometimes, and it was really cool. Wait, this wasn't an organized parade like the 4th of July. This is just the Goldberg family. He was his own parade. float. That's fantastic. <laughs> guerrilla marketing. I mean, <laughs> also, <laughs> a fun fact, my brother kind of, Len, you kind of learned how to play the drums when you were a baby because when my mom was still pregnant, like, you, you, Dad told me that he like heard the beat. Well, she would come to all my gigs, you know, <laughs> late, late club, and I know he was being formed in there just hearing. before he got I think out. that's why you were such a great. So, drummer. how old were they when you had a sense? Wow, this gift has been passed along. I, Landon was, and he's the oldest. He, he, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. He was under a year old. He was about eight months old when I knew he could he could keep time and play it, play the drums. And it, yeah. so I, I knew he he's got something right. And Bob, you guys early. you guys were pretty similar. You just went to music. Well, we did it ourselves. So now they have great guidance. And you know, before meeting you wonderful people, if we just saw this on paper, we'd tell you to immediately fire your father. <laughs> okay. But but since it, obviously this all worked out and they they they're the recipients of third generation from your oh. dad, who was more like my generation to yours, better better to them the best and it's, and you combine them all and it, I can see why it works. It's just Such great cool that story. way. Yeah. yeah. Now we great. have lyric, lyric. You have the music in you. Yes, I do. And you um you were lighting up a school talent show. It, dancing to Charlie. Sorry, huh. if there's oh, any, this, is, this is a good one. This is oh, really good no. because this is you just like reckless abandon. Like I'm gonna move to this music. So do you have? Do you have that, Garrett? Oh no! Here's lyric. Look oh. at that suit, mom. Doing a stretching so exercise. So how to outfit your child? This is the first time I've ever seen lyric like do something on on stage. I wasn't even dancing. I was just jumping Skipping. around. No, you you get dancing in a minute. Look at this. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Cab Calloway. <laughs> Bust a move. Oh my god, you're so cool. Christ. <laughs> that was why I was cool. Did you choreograph that? Uh I literally just completely freestyled that oh, entire freestyled. dance. I did I did that I didn't boy. practice anything. I was that's just some, like That's some good hair back then there. So yeah. you're gonna go the Justin Timberlake route where you're gonna learn these songs and then bust all these great choreographies on stage while you're I'm actually gonna go the Harry Styles way. Oh, oh, oh. now Bob, once you guys were doing like Vegas, you had Barry out there dancing and stuff like they can put together a show that has all these different moments in it, correct? Oh yeah, you you guys, we were a cover band. We still are. Nice. And, we, and we do our four hits, but what's that? 13 minutes? We got to play for 90. <laughs> you know, so where do you take that? You know, McCartney runs out of time. We run, yeah. you know, we got to do something different. So of course, we pick our best songs from the genre we're going to we know the audience we have a 60s cruise we know what to sing for them we have a 70s cruise oh we know what you guys want you know so you morph your show we do anyway to the audience we're not gonna make them listen to album number three tracks they've never heard that we thought were terrific all right we're just <laughs> not going to do it to the audience so instead we give them what they want which is our old hits and maybe some other hits done very well like you guys did beach boys we we clone the records to the songs that we do, and we have a, a a reputation for doing that well. So if it's you've got your troubles by the fortunes, or you're on my mind by the We Five, or even Monday Monday by we we're doing those bands, and that's a lot of our show. And then some folk music in the middle because that's our root. You can do your roots where you came yeah. from. You know, we're going to do Grandpa's roots. <laughs> you know, lyric. Uh, uh, what 
is your favorite song? Non-Goldberg, non-Raised Wrong song in the current genre, what would be your favorite song? New songs? Uh, I think it'll be Save Your Tears by The Weeknd. Oh, that's such a good song. Wow. Very sophisticated. I love The Weeknd. He's so good. How about you? Well, I love all the rock and the surf beats and stuff, all that music. But my favorite genre of music is like rap, rap and hip hop. Mm-hmm. And who? Who in rap? Well, there's this guy, this famous rapper called named, named Playboy Cardi. He's my mm-hmm. favorite rapper. Yeah. Wow. You, you bumped to him, Fritz, right? Absolutely. He what's to As a matter of fact, if we have time, I'm going to do uh, I don't even know what all that means. of Usher's uh, <laughs> halftime show right here. Oh. He's going to strip it down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the extra. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, too. Wait, wait, what did Usher do at the halftime show? Everything. Uh, yeah, he did a he's little a, bit of he's everything. A, he's an amazing entertainer. That was he did a lot cool. of everything. Yeah. So, Donnie, let's talk about your online strategy because you've got here. You are. You've got these kids that are barely old enough to be doing this, but you've also got them in the middle of their childhood, which you guys are both thinking about as parents. So, what's your what's your strategy uh, in terms of putting them on TikTok and then like driving traffic to the Patreon? Like, do you talk it over as a family, or how are you putting this all together? Yeah, we definitely talk talk a lot about it, and um, <clears throat> it's with the the social media thing. It's it kind of happened. Um, so fast and so sudden, I, we didn't kind of expect it to be that quick as far as their, um, their numbers like going. So we didn't really have a strategy at first other than we decided to start, you know, they wanted to, to do something online as, as for the, for the two boys and, um, they needed help. So we decided, we talked about it if they wanted me to be part of it, like visually and be, be in there. Cause it would be nice to have, if I could just step back and behind the camera and things but we all decided for right now it was going to be better if i was playing with them and and helping them out so we decided to um, commit to six months of of covering a song and posting a song every single day and uh which we just thought every day every day okay um we've we've kept close close to that it's it got things just got so big so fast we've had to do other things so i i can't say it's every day right now but we try to do three or four a week and uh, so we, we did that and we stuck to it and it just started, we started seeing the traction and started getting excited and, you know, the boys, um, that's their, that's their thing with social media. They get excited about numbers and, and, and recognition on social media. And then, and I, I did too. And then, so then, and I'm always just, I'm 53 years old. I've always trying to monetize, child, <laughs> trying to monetize everything. I don't want to take advantage of it. So we, we're just, we try to figure figure out the ways um to make it worthwhile and so uh some of it was a subscription based thing with with our patreon we we what we we post half the song and we invite people to come join our patreon to see the full videos and that's working for now um and all the platforms just started growing and growing um people started calling to do appearances and so it's it's all still coming together we're working on an album it's just kind of uh you know, I don't can't say I have a really concise strategy. We're just currently still putting it all together and trying to figure it out. You guys are so lucky to have your dad sort of overseeing this process and making sure you don't do any mistakes. It's just fantastic. Talk about this album. You engineered it yourself, right? Yeah, in uh, your garage. Yeah, in the in the garage and in the in the makeshift studio in the house. Um, I've always since I was these kids' age, I've always been into recording and I've always had equipment and I'm a songwriter myself and I um, learned enough to uh, be able to produce my own 
my own records uh, or my own music. So I'm pretty pretty fluent with all the technology and recording process and all the gear, and it it works well with with this project. So we're able to whip out songs quick, learn songs quick. Um, I'm able to help teach the kids the, the music if they need help, and we can just we can crank this stuff out faster than than most. So I think that so, comes to our benefit. So, like a year and a half ago, my dad told us, "Hey boys, let's let's start making the big following on f- big following on all these platforms and do some videos for every day." We're like, "Okay, dad, but we're not going to get any followers or views." Yeah, we are. We're so, on a podcast. So no, so, so I'm starting. To, so our first video ever did on our. Our band used to be called L and L Productions, which is our first like TikTok name. Well, every other platform name, and we did we did a we did a Logic intro like how to like play Axel F theme on Logic. Like we used like all these things. They were doing they were doing tutorials, deep dives, and breaking, God, breaking like down songs. They're learning how to record, engineer their own. They're yeah. learning. But this is Bob's happy place. He could he could live in a studio, and you just give a straw through the door, and he nourishment. He, <laughs> yeah, he calls good. it he calls it a garage. <laughs> this is not a garage, people. All right? Don't even. You're not going to think of it that way. There's no car in there. It's like the Partridge Family's garage. It's full of instruments yes. and people making music, and they're and they're not only learning how to be musicians, they're also learning how to be recording engineers, which makes you self-sufficient, which is like ideal. They will have That's a few. Yeah, music business anyway. Mm-hmm. So, lyric, do, which do you like better, studio or live? Wait, what do you mean? Like you, do you like, like performing live uh, with a, with a ten thousand people out there, or do you like being in the studio where you can hone it down and make or it? Or mom going perfect? dinner in five minutes. Mm. <laughs> well, I do really like the studio, but it's the live shows. Yeah, the live shows. Good I energy, see, right? I see you as the Danny Partridge of this family, in that you are a businessman, because lyric is hitting the merch hard. Okay, <laughs> like he's the businessman. So talk about the merch and how important that is in in uh, any artist sort of like presenting themselves to the public. And where you can get it, because I have to have a hoodie. Yeah, oh, the Raised want. Wrong hoodie right is there. huge. Oh, RaisedWrong.net. Uh, Don't I'm forget to you, get man. your merch at www.raisedwrong.net. We got bucket hats, hoodies, mugs, stickers. <laughs> Next to Strawberry oh, Alarm Clock. That might be cases. the best name for a band I've ever heard. Raised Wrong. Now listen, you like it for, since we just saw the graphic. Raised has an S in it. It is with a Z, people. It is. You can get the T-shirt a with a Z. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, pretty soon Google, will, if you type it raised like the word is spelled, pretty soon Google will say, "Did you mean raised with a Z?" That would be cool. That's how you can, know. You've can really I tell been... a quick merch story? Please. So Please. these guys are so sharp. I can't even begin because we as adults, Paul, Susan, and myself as the councils, you know, a long time you stay away. You're raising kids. You got a life, but you come back. This time we came back here, when we first came back, we knew nothing about merch, okay? And we had gone through the whole little thing of people. We heard people were selling their autograph, like charging like $10 for it. What? And we came. So we do a show with about five other groups the first time we come back. And at the end of the show, we're doing a meet and greet. And there's like all these tables down there. And we get down to our table. There's nothing on it. Okay, and there's three chairs, and we're just sitting there, and everybody else is loading up their albums and their CDs and their pictures on their tables, and we honestly didn't know what was going on. Like, what is this? And these people started coming to our table and go, "Where's your stuff?" And we go, "Well, what stuff? Oh, yeah. Where's your CDs? We didn't even have a CD. You mean like an 
an old CD? Like, what do you want from us, you know? And we really came unprepared. And today we laugh, we're the Beverly Hillbillies. Today we laugh about it so much that we can- Now you do those autograph festivals, you can make like $100 for an autograph now. What's the merch you sell now, Bob? Well, now we have album of Rhythm of the World and the CD and an oldie CD and a new picture and an old picture. And so, you know, but So people still have CD players? Yeah, our generation does. yeah. You can't, yeah, my 2016 Ford Focus has a CD player. That still sounds good. <laughs> we were someplace just last night and Lyric saw a DVD or something being sold. Like, And he's like, do, what What do you play these on? <laughs> what, what machine do you use these? Yeah. A DVD no, I player. I your thumb drive. <laughs> my dad said I can use my PS5 That's on true. It. You didn't even know you had I a DVD not... player in your PS5. No, I, I know I could put discs That's in it, a... but I thought it was a... Error. But Bob, error. you guys should have like hoodies and hats and no. no. Why? <laughs> We're gonna leave. Let, let's have Ray's wrong come up the pike with stuff well, like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is everybody here ready for an experience? Because I prepared an experience for yes. the part of the class. Okay. Yes. And it's an experience to help you guys prepare to become teen idols because oh. there are some intricacies involved that you are not prepared for. People are going no to ask you a lot of nosy, silly questions. All right, so we have some teen mags featuring our own Bob Cowsell from the 60s. Okay. This is the first one. If Garrett, if you can click on this link, is um, it's uh, I think it's 40 or Bob Cowsell answers 80 questions. 80? Who thinks they oh. have time? <laughs> I'm recording and writing my own songs, and now I have to answer 80 questions. Maybe Bob invented the questions first so maybe yeah <laughs> it's backwards engineered exactly no. here are the things i'd like to tell you please phrase your question in the form of an answer all right we'll give you bob's answer as it appeared in 16 magazine in 1968 and then you guys can answer the question just so you're ready okay, Got it. okay. a lot of nosy questions okay can you cook bob said yes just about everything especially soup was that a bold-faced <laughs> lie? Like, could you go into my kitchen and make some soup and prove this is a correct answer? Yes, if I if I got the um, chicken noodle soup of Progresso. Oh, all right. And you had a small pan and a, a stove. So you meant out of a can. Yeah, no, I can't cook. All right, so. Did they ask me if I could cook, really? They did ask you if you could cook. So, Landon, can you cook? I can cook. Some I knew things. you could. I knew you could. So now it's important when you're asked these nosy questions that you answer the question and then elaborate. Can you cook? I can cook soup, ramen, which is the same thing, sorry. I can cook eggs, steak, spaghetti. I think that's really it. That's that pretty impressive. good. You are 13 wow. years old. That's very good. Has he burned down anything? Mom, okay. Can you cook, Lyric? I can cook popcorn by using the microwave. <laughs> I can cook chicken you using the air fryer. Man. I can bake cookies, Halloween cookies, Christmas cookies, sprinkle cookies, and that's it. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty a pretty good, good menu. Yeah. Like, you're not going to starve. It's the lyric menu. All right, next question is, would you like to get married? Bob's answer in 1968 was, of course. Oh, it was. Landon, would of you? Of course. Got a boy. And? 100%. Well, I would get married because... I mean, of course, if I got married, I would be committed to a relationship. So, yeah, I would love to. Wow. You are smart Just beyond like your years. Plus, you have to continue this legacy several more generations of having kids who are musical. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to wheel a kid around on a drum riser. <laughs> uh, Lyric, uh, elaborate on the would you get married. So, I would get married because 
I hope I could be the world's best dad. Oh, and hearts are breaking. And I was going to get my kid anything he wanted. And I was. With, with what money? <laughs> merch. 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 Uh, buy the merch. With merch money. Yeah, right. Mm. Buy the merch. Do it now. Oh, <laughs> so the, did you What's notice What's the website? That? Hang on. What's the website for the merch? <laughs> I'll RaiseWrong.net www.raiseWrong.net okay, cool. Did you guys pick up on the subtext? Because at the beginning his answer seemed very heartwarming and then he was training his parents that in order to be a good dad you need to give me things. I know that. This kid is crafty. Yeah, I heard that. This one, watch out for. He, he was just missing when he said, and I'll give him anything he wants unlike mine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, exactly. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, briefly describe your dream girl Bob said, oh, no. my wife, but I haven't met her yet. Oh, Excellent answer. answer. That, was that is a great answer. Landon, your dream. That girl. may have been outsourced. That doesn't sound like it. <laughs> it sounds um, like a title. Yeah. Dream girl. Short and blonde. Whoa, that's mm, specific. Very specific. Blonde hair, blue eyes, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Oh, that's what I meant. Okay, well, what you're going to learn, Oh my God! You what marketing burn. professionals will teach you yeah, is do them. not alienate any of the audience. <laughs> she has to have a great personality, and she can have any color, hair, and eyes, and skin. You Try it lost, again. You lost Take all your two. brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Wait, 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 I'll get it. Uh, you want to make an answer that might be more appealing, a broader appeal. Okay. You're, you're like so, s segregating your audience. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> so, it's okay, lyric. Blonde hair, blue eyes, <laughs> nice personality, like five foot four, because I'll be like seven foot nine, <laughs> and uh, oh my god. Uh, all right, we're done. <laughs> uh, the next question is, what? that's very good, Lyric. You're on oh, your way dear. to finding your dream girl. What three tips would you give a girl who wanted you to like her? Oh Bob my. said... Oh, I can't wait. I can only think of one. Don't be pushy. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a kind of pushy. Boy, that's a like, deep, you're the one being roots. pushy before she gets to be pushy. You're telling her in a pushy way not to be pushy. That's what well, I... The feminist teenager. Yeah, didn't that sound defensive? <laughs> to her. No, I'm, just, I'm teasing about it. That's a good answer. Um, go ahead, yeah. Landon. Well, three things that I, what I would like for a girl to like me is probably my hair. What's that? Wait. You do have very attractive hair. What, my, that she should like your hair? Yeah. Well, your hair is glorious. Yeah. I mean, that's without even, you know, we don't even yeah. have to delve into it. It just is. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you tell me the question again, please? Oh. What um, What three tips would you give a girl who you, who want, if the girl wanted you to like her? How oh, should I'm she sorry. act? Yeah. So, personality. Uh, classic. Great. Mm -hmm. Good. But you want that in they there. They have to be attractive. Mm hmm And... They have to have, they have to have, know how to cook. Know how to cook. Oh. All right. General. Stuff. Good. <laughs> Perfect marriage. Lyric, these if answers are making the final cut. I can like hear. You know, with that answer, everyone can apply. <laughs> if, if, what kind of girls, what, what are three qualities in a girl that you would like? Um, Besides so, the blue hair and blue eyes or whatever. Then. I mean, those are my top reasons though. But, um, okay. Yeah, that's good. Wait. Blonde, it, you know hair, what? It's eye. not important that you get this quiz correct because it's just a training session for the types of questions you're going to get so that when you and go in you to meet with much. the teen magazine <laughs> you'll be like oh my god i practiced this i got it instead of like going wait what oh, yeah. so it doesn't matter what you answer you uh, can 
I don't think I heard the question too well. Can you say it okay, again? Yeah, it's a tricky question. It says. Let his brother explain it to him. Okay, go ahead. So, Lyric, three things you would want, like three qualities in a girl you would want. Uh, her name is Kaya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that really narrows it down. Lyric, that's not a quality. As if this magazine was going out to the public. That's a very funny answer. Is that your girlfriend's you name? All, happy. all your fans. Okay. What would it be? Let's rephrase. So, <laughs> her name is Kaya, <laughs> and Dude. she's really nice. Yeah, we love Kaya. She, okay. She's a dancer, mm. and she Ooh. likes my goofy, funny personality. I love oh, that about Kaya. Is this a, an actual person you're describing now? Yes. Oh, yeah. she sounds awesome. She's my... Wait, is this... Oh. No, you have the Valentine girl, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I gotta, yeah you guys are all over the map. All right, all right, let me ask you a question. <laughs> So let's describe your perfect future. If you guys could design where you're going to be in 10 or 15 years, what would you say, Lynn? I think I would be with these three, these two no. people no. On, uh-uh. on in a penthouse mm. playing golf. <laughs> uh-uh. And then at night times we have gigs. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So oh, making sushi. Having a chef make a sushi. Oh. I'd, be, I'd be living the dream out of my private jet. I got my, uh, yeah, I, I want to live in New York. I'll, I'll maybe see these two. He'll probably be gone already. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Stop. I'm just waiting to see what gone means after the, after the podcast. I think you, you, you have moved out and gotten your own place. Yeah, that's what it means. I know. <laughs> oh. That's totally what it means. I might see Landon a couple times. Play some I'm, golf. To, yeah, re- to record together. Brother. you got to record together. Yeah, make some songs yeah. with him. Sell out some stadiums. Uh, we've heard nothing about mom. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. And always call my mom <laughs> and always text my mom goodnight. Oh. Wow. Oh, until yeah. they're gone. Because I love my mama. She goes to Starbucks every morning. Does she really? Fun oh, yeah. Fact. Can you live by me? Okay. <laughs> I love a Starbucks she run. She got a Starbucks here. Dina got a Starbucks today. Yeah, exactly. What What is your Starbucks order, oh. Lynn? My Starbucks order usually is a a dragon fruit half lemonade or a vanilla steamer, which I got today, which is very delicious. All right. I have three Starbucks orders. Holy cow. Wow, okay. So number one is either a classic vanilla steamer. I mm. love the vanilla steamer. Sure, sure. Number two, vanilla madeleines. Yeah. Oh. And number three, chips. There we go. Oh. All right, let's cut to the Out of Sight magazine article, Garrett. This is an Out of Sight magazine article called The Cow Seals Tell on Bob. Oh, my gosh. Now, this is what I'm going to read some of this because this some of what his siblings said was like they had just woken up, and I don't know what any of it means. But Barry, his brother Barry, said some funny stuff. He goes, Bob's a real funny guy. He's always making funny faces, doing funny things. He has a great sense of humor, but it seems to me sometimes (laughs) that he seems like Real nice and kind on the outside, but he gets grumpy like when somebody wakes him up at 8 in the morning for an interview. You see, he can't stand interviews unless he's in the mood for them, which apparently is today. Because usually you got to get him up early because everybody does when the interviewer is coming. And he just can't, he can't stand getting up early, so he's grumpy the rest of the day. But my father handles him. Who knows what that meant? He says, you're being too grumpy. Yes, sir. I'll stop it right now. Most of the time, he's great. So now I need you to tell me about Lyric's personality. And you don't have to be as mean as Barry was about Bob and the grumpiness. Okay. So tell me about Lyric. Sorry. Lyric's, Lyric's personality is, like, very funny. He's very kind. 
He's very fun to play video games with. He's very fun to play sports with. He's very goofy, which is really funny. And, yeah, he's just really funny. And That's good. Um, I love fantastic. that. Fantastic. That's yeah. a good answer. No musical personality? Oh, yeah. So, like, oh, yeah, he has a really good, he has a really good, like, shtick in music with his keyboarding. Like, he's always dancing, laughing. He is a born entertainer, isn't he? What? He he really is. Lyric. Lyric, describe your brother. Tell us here. about Landon. All right. So my brother, this guy. So he can't really keep a tempo in drums. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. He's a really good drummer for his age. <laughs> He's probably the best in HB, in my opinion. And um, he also, I really like his style of music, the rap. That's really cool. Yeah. I really like his clothing he's wearing right now. It's really cool. You should get one, too. And what about his personality? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, a oh, he is oh, a he's very musical. He's sometimes funny, and he's very kind sometimes. As all right. Well, I had a lot of qualifiers, but all, all in right. all, pretty let, good. Let, let's talk about reality. Let's talk about your real life. Later, first, what grade are you in? I'm in eighth grade. And where do you go to school? Talbert Middle School. Mm-hmm. And do you like school? No, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being honest, because I was dr driving you toward the answer you gave before the show, which made me laugh so hard I was crying. There what? are there are two <laughs> things I do like about school, though. What's that? One, I get to see my friends every day, and two, the sound of the bell. Ooh, that <laughs> bell. You love you, that bell. You yeah. said to me, what, what did you say about... <laughs> yourself before the show we're not really school type people yeah we're not that we're not schooly what well my mom doesn't like to hear that but whatever no i know what about you lyric what what grade are you in i am in seventh grade is there anything about seventh grade you like i like my teachers in drama class oh yeah you would you like to act when you get older? i love acting so. oh cool have you been in plays yeah i i just did a play for Christmas, and I had the three best roles in the entire play. You, you played did three roles three in a play? I played Scrooge, Rudolph, and a pirate. Nice. Wow. Ooh. And well, in the same you only paid for one part. <laughs> is that the same play? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Holly play? Jollies. And then oh, in, uh, in May. It sounds like a review. We're going to learn. Yeah, and we're going to learn it next month. It's uh, Peter Pan. Ooh, good for you. Nice. And how about you, Lana? Do you have any uh, acting desires or so, other show business desires? Well, when I was like six, five, seven years old, I think I stopped at eight. We, I, every week I came down here in L.A. to do acting auditions. Oh. And in 2017, I got a role for um, a kid named Charlie in Modern Family. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I sat in a ball pit for like nine hours. There you go. It's very glamorous, this entertainment industry. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got, after the after the gig, I got really sick. Well, how did that ball pit smell? Yeah, the ball smell? pit is like <laughs> the ground zero for flu. Yeah, how did that ball pit smell hour nine? I, I don't know. Tell yeah. her who was in the ball pit with Oh, you. yeah. Huh. I was in the ball pit with Julie Bowen and Sophia Vergara. <laughs> this is not a bad afternoon. What are you yeah. whining yeah. about? <laughs> Well, yeah. I got sick. <laughs> okay. I don't know probably why. Caught it What's a ball pit? A ball pit? Bob, yeah. you raised the your children. Ball thing. It's where you take and them and they bounce. They bounce. And, they, oh, and people lose pit. their children in Bob's there. Bob's like, yeah. that's, oh, where, that's where my dad stuck. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. 
<laughs> I go, what is this? Oh, we found it. Oh, oh okay, there it Wait, is. That's Landon is somewhere inside those balls. Go get him. I <laughs> see. He's getting sick underneath all that. Somebody do you guys him do out. any uh, acapella? Good job, Garrett. We actually do, yeah. yeah we we want you to bust a move. What are you going to sing? Sing some acapella for us. Well, they're going to sing at the end of the show. Oh, well, they can't sing. So we have to do 10 more minutes of questions. Oh, okay. So um, we're hope we're hoping that you can tell us whether or not you, because this is what, you know, what Bob and his siblings did was they, they did a lot of covers and they could like do like a yeah. whole Beatles album, like front and back live and just nail it. But then they started writing songs, like him and his brother Billy started writing songs. Have you guys started, I know your grandfather's a songwriter, your dad's probably a songwriter too. Have you guys started writing or coming up with any ideas? Yes, we have. So basically, my <sighs> dad's dad, or his friend, my, Papa's friend, used to always say, Joy, I ain't go to your room, that's dumb. And so then, my dad, when we were gonna film a video, while he was waiting, he was playing this guitar, he was going like, nee, 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 and then I just say, go to your room, that's dumb. <laughs> and that's gonna be our first first original song. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I can freestyle, so for I should. Sure. I'll bet you can. Now, hey, I want you to tell the great story about your dad and something he wrote with Brian Wilson that was finally recognized. Sure. Um, so, Dad had, yeah, he moved to California in 68, and he uh, befriended Brian Wilson, the great Brian Wilson, and the rest of the guys in the Beach Boys. And he started hanging out and, and started writing with Brian. And uh, he wrote he wrote several songs, but two two of them were supposed to go on the, um, the great album, the Surf's Up album, the Beach Boys record. And so... Uh, as I said earlier, my dad had a lot of close calls um, with a lot of big names. Bobby, uh, who's the teen idol? Bobby Sherman. Right, Sherman. Now. Sherman. Bobby Sherman was supposed to. It was like this close. He was going to do one of my dad's songs and fell through at the last minute. And he had a lot uh. of things like that. So these songs were supposed to go on Surfs Up, and um, he had his heart broken again. Uh, mm-hmm. And the the story goes, and. Dad doesn't really like me telling the, the specific name, but I'm going to do it anyway. Bruce Johnston. <laughs> he, Sorry, Papa. Bruce Johnston of the Beach Boys, who's not an original original Beach Boy, but he came in, uh, I think, 65. Pretty and, early, uh, yeah. He, uh, he didn't like the songs that, uh, that my dad had written with Brian, so he he hid the masters after they were recorded. Whoa. And, I mean, and this is, you know, at first it was kind of hard to believe, but I... That's I, a diabolical thing to do. It's pretty dark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've since... You know, there's a lot of people that vouch that sounds exactly like something Bruce would do. Uh, <laughs> but, and then, hold on, hold on. And, and then, so, <laughs> listen to him. So and then, uh, <laughs> you know, my dad had his heart broken again. And I heard this for 50 years growing up. You know, this is the big story. Uh, my dad actually wrote a book about it called The Lost Song. And anyway, two, two, I think it's been two years now, the Beach Boys and Capitol released a box set called Feel Flows. And it had a lot, all a bunch of unreleased material from that, the Surf's Up era. And they came to dad because they knew, you know, from the track, the track sheets, the catalogs, that, that there was these miss. There's something missing here, and then they they figured it out and they found the the songs, and so they have since released this album, and both songs are on on the album that my dad wrote. And so dad finally got his due. He got a credit. It's Don Goldberg, Brian Wilson, and uh, wow, the, the two man. songs that are on there. So it was a big deal. For that's dad and a for correction. Yeah, hear that. It's really cool. Really, it's a really beautiful album. Uh, called Feel Flows, so it's now really I'm, nice. That's really amazing. We'll check that out for sure, and we'll have it in the show notes so people can find it. Now, I wanted to um, ask you, 
Uh, Donnie and Lyric and Landon, do you have, since Bob has traveled this road of Family Band, Teen Idol, and the works, which you guys are on, do you guys have any question, any questions for Bob? Yeah, for me. I, uh, I do. Oh, yes. So, uh, I'll take uh, Lyric please, in the please back. Please raise your hand. <laughs> so I was wondering, Bob, when did you start to play music? Seven years old. I got a guitar from my dad. He was overseas, came back and bought a four-string guitar. Not a ukulele, but it was a four-string guitar. So at seven, I could do a C with two fingers, a G with one finger, and E minor with two. And we just went off and running on some early songs. My brother Bill, he was seven years old, eight years old when he started. And then the two of us, by the time we were 12, at 12 we made $10 each playing for the Newport Women's Guild Luncheon. All the old women of Newport came to see the boys. But my brother could sing Where the Boys Are by Connie Francis, and we're doing some Everly Brothers, and just relatively speaking, the kind of thing you did, but to the songs that were bestowed to us that we had at our disposal to try and figure out. But you had way more complicated stuff. But I think the gene got better as with each generation in terms of <laughs> you guys figuring this out because this is complex what you're going through here. We're watching the Osmonds, you know, on Andy Williams show singing a cappella going, this is amazing. And then you try and do that, you know, but you're... <laughs> Your harmonies were crazy it's, for it's little kids. It's Don't Worry Baby that blew me away in your age, but mm-hmm. that's okay. That was just a shocker that that was the first one I saw you do was Don't Worry Baby. And But my brother and I were on a TV show in Cleveland, Ohio, when I was in the uh, fifth grade, and Bill was in the sixth, and we sang Baby Blue, you're not gonna know the song, B-B-A-B-Y, and it was a competition show in Cleveland, and we were very young and wore suits, and uh, we lost to a magician. So I returned to the fifth grade, having lost to the magician on this TV show, which everyone watched, because when you're that old... shouldn't even be in the same competition. That's just wrong. You're a it's magician. like America's Got Talent, though. You have to compete but, with like a guy that juggles people. But right. we were hooked, just like you guys. We were hooked on music. We were hooked on this guitar all by ourselves. We had no dad and actually no mom to move us along. It's just this was something we got into on our own and so, stuck good with. Good question, so, Eric. So, Bob, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. So every like every year, how much time of the year every year did you spend time on like the road, like doing shows and stuff like? In the heyday, which was about five years, and most groups had about that back then, including us, like two hundred days a year, you know, nice. most all year. Because you look, you know, you guys love it. You want to be on the road. You want to have the hit that makes the summer tour of 1968 possible. And then you're just thrilled to get out there. And if you're happy places on stage and in the studio, and those are number one and two for all of my sister and my brothers, it was always that, um, then that's a a good combination to be able to do that. Awesome. Nice. (laughs) Do you have a question, Don? Yeah. Um, I was wondering how, when you were in in the thick of it, rehearsing and things, how much time how many hours a day were you required or did you choose to to rehearse you know when when you were maybe before you made it but yeah when you, you know when every you, every day probably three hours every day three, three. And, and it wasn't we didn't have a dad like you suggesting things to us we did this because you wanted to and so a few hours a day learning cover tunes and we were writing you know and learning but we always rehearsed we always 
even when you come off the road, would start rehearsing. You know, you just did it. It was like part of a natural day to rehearse. And we really drove that, not the parents. I think they were just relieved with seven kids that this group of the seven were interested in this. And it kept us very busy and out of trouble. Yeah. Lyric, you're the merch master. If, say, yeah. the general public would like to go to one location to listen to your various recordings, where would they go? YouTube? Um, our website. Okay. Yeah, there is a website. What is that again? Platforms. The, the oh, oh um, <laughs> I think they would probably find it on maybe Patreon or YouTube. Or, or t- TikTok, yeah. Yeah, most likely TikTok, Facebook. Actually. Instagram. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, can you find the TikTok? Do you do whole songs on TikTok? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. That's what that's yeah. what you want to say. Can you do whole songs on TikTok or no? You can pay 99 cents. <laughs> no. Well, their strategy is to play part of the song and then drive traffic to the Patreon. Ah, yeah. I you, got you. You can okay. now. Like TikTok, when it started, it was uh, it was un- it had to be under a minute, but they've they've long abandoned that and they actually want longer format things now. So that's kind of what why we started with the under a minute and then it gave us the idea to oh we could use that as a as a um a way to get get fans to come and join other other platforms yep so we just kind of stuck with that but on the other on youtube and on patreon we're post posting full length videos and like the boys said we're almost finished with this album and we'll put be putting out full videos for the it's when's the album gonna drop Probably March. Late March. March, like, 24th. I'm and guess. you're getting to the point now where Ray's Wrong is going to open for Surf's Up, your band, correct? Or vice yeah. Um, it's actually, we've booked some. We've booked a lot where it's vice versa because Ray's Wrong has the has the big following. And so um, we've, we've booked some, some shows and events where it's Surf's Up opening for Ray's Wrong. That's <laughs> so cool. And can I just say, as a photographer, the way that your mom... The way that Lynette shoots this is so pro. I mean, it's. I know you guys probably edit it, and as a family, what it's so well shot and so well presented, and the kids are learning how to look into the camera and and show their personalities, and yeah, it's and really great. One job, no, one one note on how to find you guys. I'm not on social media, but folks, if you just go up to your address, you put in raised wrong with the Z, and you will be, you're not boxed out, just you'll be dropped onto all their stuff, okay? So you don't have to be on TikTok or be on Messenger or any of that. Let's hug your mom with her merch. If you have need of an MRI machine or a scalpel or forceps, Call, she does linen for linen. Oh, she does linen. linen. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you just and a regular. No bed. one at home wants hospital linen. Okay, <laughs> I thought that's you not did. the first. No one in the hospital, hospital wants hospital linen. <laughs> at the hospital, you're going to enjoy her lovely linen. At home, uh, you're going to have something a little bit different. But we do. But Lynette is good at a lot of things across the board, and yeah, she's a great children. mom. Because look yeah. at these wonderful kids. It's a. Uh, it's a pretty awesome that she's just so supportive of what what we're doing and um and so pretty well i'm telling you you guys i i mean from the minute you walked in here i've never met you before i'm i'm just proud of all of you you're just beautiful loving parents that allow their children to be who they are you're you're attractive you're just a tv show waiting to happen we, we would just so. like to think that we're a part of your success and cut us in at the end maybe five ten percent absolutely well we- we're, you've prepared a little number for us like Maybe a little kind of duet between Ray Strong and A Cow Sill. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which maybe when you open for the cow sales, you guys can have all the cow sales perform. That would be, <laughs> that'll be so fun. Bob Bob told us he's going to let us know when when the next local, you know show is that we can attend. Or, Absolutely. We'll um, be around. But we'd be glad to, to play or sing for you. Is that happening in here? Yeah, it'll or? happen right here. We're going to just get out of the way. Okay. and make Yeah, sure, I'm pulling up Teacher Children. Make yeah. sure to subscribe yeah. to Media Path on Spotify. Just to see. Also, give a shout out to my brother's Valentine Sienna. Also, I have perfect pitch. Me too. Hey, so, oh, you're, what are we going? Key Bay, maybe? I don't know. You. You. I'm going to be right here. You. 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 Who are on the road must have a code that you can live by. Become yourself Because the best Is just a goodbye Teach Your children well The Father's hell Did slowly go by And feed Them on your dreams the one they picks, the one you'll know by. Don't you ever ask them why? If they told you you would cry, so just look at them as tired and know they love you. And that's a wrap for so you got you guys don't need a tuner donnie because um for some reason both of these kids were born That's with perfect crazy. pitch and uh they from what i've read and heard all my life i i do not have perfect pitch a lot of the greatest composers in the world um in the history of had it i heard it's one in ten thousand folks and um both these kids have perfect pitch so how do you teach a child harmony though i mean that's that. That has to be. Uh, I think it's it's. Um, you don't really teach it. You just start practicing. D- dish out parts, and they don't do. It, it takes a while because everybody wants to. The first inclination is to jump to someone else's part. You hear in someone else singing this part, yeah. so you always just go to theirs, and it just takes a while. And I think after a while, with ear training, and you get used to just hearing your that just ignoring everyone else and sing, you know, staying in the zone and singing your parts. It's just like um, anything else you work out, I believe. Um, now, I heard practice. a rumor. I don't know. It's just kind of going around the studio. I don't know if there's any kind of like truth behind this, but that Landon perhaps has a Valentine that he would like to, you know, maybe say something to around these. He's this going, time? Dad, save me. This time well, of year? Yeah, I do have a Valentine. Her mm-hmm. name's Sienna, and she's really pretty. And I'm excited to give her flowers and stuff tomorrow. So, oh my goodness! So I, got, I got rejected. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? From Sienna? No, from Kaya. Oh, no oh, lyrics. You're still my friend. Is Kaya like 17 or something? Like what? No, she's 12. Okay. Was the problem possibly brown hair, brown eyes? No, she has blonde hair and blue eyes. So she passed that muster. You okay. want to tell me what happened? I give good advice, romantic advice. All right, so I made a bet with my cousin. I said if oh, I lose dares. in Mario one more time, I'll text my crush to be my Valentine. Okay. And I lost. So 
I'd text well, my minute. crush to be well, a Valentine. Were you rejected or you just didn't so, get an answer? You know, he what texted happened? her. I got rejected, but she rejected me in the nicest way possible. Tell me how. That? Tell me. Uh, you tell me what she said, and I'll tell you what it means. So what she said <laughs> was that she just doesn't really like me that way, but she still wants to be besties. I guess. I okay, know. I would Aww. say continue being besties if you're comfortable doing that. Yeah. And by next year, she may be ready for a romantic relationship. I just don't think she's ready. She, she was in a relationship for two months just now, and she and just broke up with her girl boyfriend. So she just needs some time to like create herself, yeah, and then she might be ready. So I think you guys are growing up together. You're going to be in each other's lives. Your way you're approaching it and her approach i'm very proud of you guys those are very almost adult responses to what could be a very sticky situation for instance at my age when i was rejected i put myself on a railroad track Mm. yeah (laughs) the difference you see what i mean so you're showing a little more yeah Luke, that's not Luke, emotionally healthy. What's a railroad track? Well, no, what put, he, put, you know, uh, throw he, myself in front of a bus. Don't give these children <laughs> any ideas no. that are dangerous. I, I'm just, I think the way you reacted and the way she reacted was very, very mature. I would say you guys are growing up together and this story remains unwritten. There's another chapter coming. Don't get discouraged. But keep your eyes and mind and heart open to other people that you may want to have conversations. Chapter two. I'm very good at. Th- I give good advice. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, especially to myself, which is why I've made such wise life choices, <laughs> to have my own podcast and have have Ray's wrong come over with Bob Cowsell. I make <laughs> good choices. Yeah. Let, let me tell you something. I I don't know what it would be like to be your parents, but I am so proud of you guys, and I hope, through the gift of medical miracles, that I'm around long enough to see you guys live your full potential and I can watch you on TV and smile and when you get that Grammy Award and your name is over the marquee at uh, Groundman's Chinese Theater I can say I I knew those young men before they had whiskers and you'll still know them because we're going to be friends for life we're new besties because I think I think that the sky's the limit for all you guys if we and your parents have done an astonishing job raising you and made you nice, grounded human beings as they are. So you guys are off and running. If if we ever had a show, we're not going to do like the councils where we're just going to be like, this is the uh, the Nelson family. They're a family band. It would be us. It would be you. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. You could be yeah. the new the Nelson family. You don't want the to do your part because they'll be really old by the time. <laughs> Yeah, but you got to get oh, going. Missed, I don't want to be sitting in the wheelchair section like of your you, show. You are, you are, I meant like I didn't want to. I, I didn't want a complete different person to play no. me. No, That's no, because lyric. Here's the thing: you are the irrepressible lyric, so you are the new Ricky Nelson. Okay, you guys, people, you guys you've are going to have a great future. It's happening. It's unfolding before your very eyes. You can catch these guys all over the internet and just fall in love with them the way we have. I'm going to read your closing credits. You guys know where to find Raised Wrong. It's Raised with a Z. So teach Google that so it can tell new Google searchers to spell raised with a Z. That's the correct spelling of so, raised from this point forward. Yes, Sorry, I just want to say something. On that picture right there, can you go back to our page? Oh, yeah. You can see our shirts are inverted from an S. That was a mistake. Oh. We know you're not good students. We understand. Yeah. <laughs> they, used to be, they used to be exclusive merch for the band. That was a misprint. It was a misprint. Right. But and as then, Bob said on his podcast, that, it, that becomes a collector's item. Yes. Yes, when it's spelled incorrectly. Do you know what just sucks? There's yep. like, there's people taking our brand. <laughs> yeah, and, oh yeah, we need to talk to Bob and Susan and Paul about that. Hey, what do we, what do, we do about our name? You what do we do about that? It. My husband's a lawyer. You want me to look into it? We yes, got a trademark absolutely. in the in the working. You got a trademark your oh, name. Trademarks yeah. in the works. Okay, and we just haven't had time to like go 
chasing down people selling our stuff yet, but well, here's what, what you we do. need to do cease and they desist. They can't sell the talent. In an odd way, that's, that's promotion Thank as you. Well. Uh, I was yes. going to say, Jess, what I'm sorry. That's that's what, no, <laughs> it's true. It's free marketing. That's they're, what we're... They're making, I mean, people took one album of ours and put it with another and called it another album. They, yeah. they did that all the time. That's great. They did they're, that all the time, and they yeah. were like, you know, they... What, what was it called? It was like a bootleg... Kind of like hybrid bootlegs of just. Jimmy Buffett stuff. They were it, making he's, like. He's unique. Sorry. They were making like ornaments <laughs> and like and sweatpants. Sweatpants. Really? Well, we need sweatpants. We do need You know sweatpants. what, though? That's a good sign that you're just sort of yeah. becoming viral in all yeah, that platforms. Is. That's great. Right. Generating interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here come your closing credits. Thank you so much for joining us. We would love to continue this conversation with you on Instagram and Twitter, where we are at Media Path Pod, and on Facebook, where our show page is Media Path Podcast, and our Facebook group is Media Path with Fritz and Wheezy Podcast Community. You can find full video podcast episodes loaded with bonus visual content on our YouTube channel, Media Path Podcast, and we would love it if you would judge our appearance and then subscribe. You can write to us at mediapathpodcast at gmail.com. We want to know about your Media Path. What have you been enjoying? Please share that with us. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a nice rating wherever you get your podcasts and share our social media posts so that your friends can learn about your excellent taste in podcasts. Our website is mediapathpodcast.com. It is a great place to browse around and find interesting episodes you may have missed. We also have a fun and sassy newsletter loaded with bonus quizzes and photos and captions and fun stuff and dish about all of our guests. All the newsletters are right there for you to enjoy on our website, or you can sign up to get your newsletter sent directly into your inbox just one per week. We understand healthy boundaries. And we want to thank our guests, Bob Cowsill and Ray's Ron. We have Landon Landon Goldberg, Lyric Goldberg, Donnie Goldberg, Lynette Goldberg, all the Goldbergs are right here. We want to thank them for coming all the way from the HB. HB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the HB. Our team includes producer Dina Friedman, John Maddox, Bill Filipiak, Mason Brown, Garrett Arch, Jordan Reyes, and you. Our theme music is by me and John Maddox. Also a close personal friend to Bob Cowshill. to John. Oh, yeah. Thank you, John. And I am Louise Planker here with Fritz Coleman and Ray Strong. Be well. And Bob Cowshill, be well and wise. And we will see you along the media path. Did you have something to add before we close the show, Larry? Yes. Yeah. Join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Ray Strong. Oh, subliminal messaging. Oh, yeah. Oh, join the Patreon. Everything's in the show notes about Ray Strong. And you can check out the show notes to find everything you need about Ray Strong. Fantastic group. We're so honored to have you with us. And we will see you soon. Thank you. Patreon.